I only have two lines <laughs> in this whole this whole podcast. So yeah, I got it. John, are you ready to say hello and goodbye? That, that's all I'm gonna say. That's it. <laughs> and welcome back to the Riley Black Project with Crystal and John. Hey. What's going on? I mean, I don't say bullshit. All right. Well, those are my lines. Let's introduce Chris. <laughs> let's introduce uh, Heather so I can shut yeah. up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thank See you later. Thank you for stopping by, John. We no, no problem. Better. I'm happy Mother's Day. And uh, I will exit. And <laughs> hey, you got your line. In. I'll see. The, I'll <laughs> see you later. I'll see you guys on the outro. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> Remember your line because you always forget. Yeah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> How was this your? This will be my first episode where you remember the outro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think of anything else. I have the whole podcast to to just play back the, the outro in my head. Uh, so, how was your Mother's Day, Heather? It was wonderful. Yeah. We did brunch in the morning with my mom oh. and Logan, obviously, and Bud, and then we just came back and spent the day here. It was relaxing and exactly what it needed to be. Was nice. it bottomless mimosas? Of course. I brought my own because I wasn't sure how the COVID thing was going to go. So. <laughs> just <laughs> How was your case. Mother's Day, Crystal? <laughs> sober? It was, it was sober. Um, it was okay. JR was sick, so... He was cranky. Um, yeah, he was, I know, he was cranky and meh. And then... I took him for a while. He did. He took him to go get my chocolate-covered strawberries that I requested. And, Perfect. Um, pick I up, run some other errands. Pick up laundry and stuff. Yeah, hmm. which meant they were out of the house, which was great. I literally just sat on the couch and I think I scrolled reels. Probably for nice. a couple hours and yeah, yeah. that's the perfect day. Yeah, did nothing. Don't bother me. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work. It was really hard um, because, like, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna work today. It's Mother's Day. And it is hard though, isn't it? It's like, I so saw hard. Recording a tutorial yesterday because I was like, I have so much time. Yeah, and then <laughs> well, and then when I wasn't like I wasn't working, I was like, well, I can plan what I'm gonna work on this week, and I'm like, no, that's still working. That's, like, <laughs> yeah, that's still mental work. <laughs> right, because I was like, oh, but I could do this. It's just gonna stress you out because then you're gonna right. be like, I could be working right now. <laughs> exactly. I have all these. <laughs> right. So yeah, and then I, you know, as always, had big plans today. And then the JR stayed home from school again today because he so was still I sick. Think. So did I. He he did. Thankfully, I you didn't were. You didn't go to school either. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick well, up. Well, the shift. last time JR was sick, John had already picked up a shift. So I turned it down. Yeah, I remember this. Oh yeah, it was not t- a fun day. <laughs> His boss actually asked him, uh, "Do you want to?" I know the answer is probably no, but do you want to pick up a shift on Sunday? No, no, stand, uh, to be on call. Oh, be on call. It wasn't call. like a true shift. It was just to be on call. Still. But, yeah, but you know how that luck goes. Right. As soon as you say you're going to be on call on an important day, you're on call. <laughs> right, and then like a plane crashes or something. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then, um, yeah, I had big plans to work today so that I didn't have to work tomorrow because that's my birthday. I know. And I'm going to be old. You are going to be as old as Wait, your birthday's tomorrow? You Uh Are you serious? You're not serious. We had this this conversation in the car. I was going to say, that was a real good... You played that off real well. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm good good on podcasts. (laughs) I'm a good actor. Chris was like, we're going to mute for a second, guys. All right, hold on one (laughs) second. And we're back in John's outside. After a brief pause, (laughs) we're back. (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm going to have to work a little bit tomorrow, but that's okay. I won't work too hard. Make that money. <laughs> uh, right? You got to. Well, you know, I really got to get on. We're really against making the things, but it makes us the money. So. It does. And I, I, what I really need to do is get on a lot of, like, digitals so that I can have some. Hey, can you some join new... me back in the digital yeah, round? Please? Shut up. I'm getting there. But I drew a bunch of stuff this week, so I just need to, like, you know, get it in my software and vectorize it and maybe you'll learn it it'd be illustrator who said that oh you know someday someday (laughs) but yeah i need to start padding my my etsy for when i like legit am gonna be struggling to work (laughs) in a few months so yeah so let's get on to get into it laser Um, hacks part two (laughs) dose Let's see what I got. I'll go first because my list is kind of small. 
since we I think I went first last time too, so you go first this okay, time. Okay, perfect. Um, so this one, I'm, I feel like I might have covered it last time, but we're going to cover it again and then kind of expand on it a little bit. And that's, um, which surprisingly, it's come up several times this last week, and that's um, how to score um, an internal offset to help with design placement. So I use this a lot. You don't love it because it does take ever. a little bit longer. I never use it ever, not once. <laughs> Um, but what I do in so Silhouette Studio, it's literally called an internal offset. Um, and I do an internal offset of either 0 0.010 or 0 0.015 if I really want to make sure, like, that it doesn't show. Um, and for and Adobe I, Illustrator users, it's the same exact thing, but we would just do um, an negative. object. Like, a, yeah, just a regular offset, but you would just do a negative number. Same measurements as Crystal said. Yeah. So... Um, I use that a lot, especially for like my cake toppers and that kind of stuff. I use that for um, placement. And the other thing we were going to talk about was score with scoring was how much we love <laughs> when people score instead of engrave. Did you use the word love? I did. Oh, sarcastically. That's, so cute. that's super cute of you. <laughs> We love when people score instead of agree. We just love it. Why? <laughs> well, because it's so cute. It, it's 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 not. So it has it has its time and its place. So it really works. It Scoring works great for like those DIY kits that are really popular right now because it gives you like lines to color within and um, stuff like that. But like the ones we don't love because that love was sarcastic um was when they score a john's over here too. like your design let's talk about your watch fan design when they score your survival oh. or whatever the mandala Whew. yeah Ooh, i know and I, they like it I, I, and I, I, just, I was gonna say some buyers love it but it they really do but scored. you know just just for me because so i have the henna watch band design and there's a ton of small like intricate detailed lines and when you score something that's not meant to be scored you have double the lines and so it's just a whole lot of lines instead of like a clean, a clean engrave of a really and it becomes like, almost a design. duplicate line. Mm -hmm. Like if you have like for your for your very like intricate details, like people will say like, oh, I scored this design on an orange watch band and it turns like a light pink color. Yeah, happens a lot when you're scoring like really fine designs right. because you're just it's too hot. Yeah, and then when they like score like a long quote. And it's not a scorable font. And the difference between a, a scorable font is is a single line font. And so it actually, like single line fonts actually look nice scored. Right. Because single that's line fonts are foil they're, foil fonts. Yeah. That's what they're built yeah. for. Exactly. That's what they're built for. So otherwise, if you use a regular font, it's hard to read because, you know, you're literally just seeing this thin outline of a font. And sure, especially if you have a Glowforge, it saves you a ton of time. But it doesn't give you you know, that, the same that quality. Look. Right, exactly. Right. Um, Although I do love me some Dear Agatha. Oh, that it. font. <laughs> and there's like four or five different kinds. Um, yeah. I think it's Dear Agatha Sands, like a Sands and a script. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Sands I really like, the script I like. Um, one thing you do need to, I've noticed with um, the, the scoring fonts, um, you have to make sure to not do them too fast. Correct. I ha on the Glowforge. And sometimes I always, you have to double them. Yeah, and on the the Glowforge, I always had to do. I think it was called high Draft score. No, I had to do like high quality or high oh, okay. HD score or something like that on the Dear Agatha um, script because it would make some of it would make like the T's jagged because it went too weird. fast. So I noticed I'm that shocked. the Glowforge did something weird. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the sarcasm is uh, strong on this episode. Um, I do love your accent, though, and it's for what it's meant for. Like that's the thing is, if you're if you're meant to. If you are looking for a single line font, dear Agatha, the, the fonts that are meant for that purpose are perfect for that. Yeah. But when you take a, a like a cursive font or a font that's not meant to be scored, 
Yeah. And then you score it. It kind of looks cheap to me. Again, yeah. that's our personal preference. Well, it's hard that's, to read. That's a little, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit of a cheat, which Crystal said it's on the Glowforge. It saves a ton of time. Yeah. It won't save us much time because everything's best on a Right. <laughs> Man, the shade. <laughs> Throwing shade on the right tonight. I know. <laughs> Listen, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. Glowforge got us started. The it really did. No lasers is because of the Glowforge brand. So yeah, I don't so. have bad things to say about it. I just am glad that I have moved on up. Yes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, I will note while we're talking about scorable fonts, because yes. this is also a common thing that comes up when you're using Adobe Illustrator with quote unquote scorable fonts. Oh, they look a little weird. funky. Yeah. Right. So what I do is I usually just work an outline view when I'm working with scorable fonts. That way I can Good just see the path and not the fill. Yeah, because it, yeah, it does some crazy... It almost looks like an unfilled shape. If anybody yeah. that uses Adobe Illustrator is, is familiar with that, it looks like you broke a path. Right. And it's looking to fill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Um, I'll... And that's also... Oh, sorry to talk about your no, question, but that's also the difference in the GFUI. If you set it to score and you're not me meant to, you know how you, when you set oh, it to like right. engrave and you don't, so if you have it, if you have your steps set wrong in the GFUI, yeah, it it'll look, look a little too. Yeah. Well. yeah. Um, so the only thing I was going to say was on the scoring and using it, using the internal offset offset for um, placement. The reason you do the internal offset is if you've ever attempted to score something to help you with placement without doing that internal, um, it shows because it, if you just do a regular offset the same size as your font, your quote, your flower, whatever, when that flower is cut out and you go to line it up because of kerf and what the laser has removed in cutting out that shape, you now see the score, the score line that you made if you didn't make it smaller than the actual item. So that's why you make it smaller so that it, it helps you with placement, but it doesn't actually show once you place your letter there or flower, whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next thing I have, which um, is a really big one, um, back up your files. Back it up, back it up. So, like six times. Yeah. Like redundancy is... Uh, like external really hard drive, good. put it mm -hmm. on your Dropbox, back up your iCloud. Yeah, so I have, um, I have an external, I have Dropbox for some things, and then I also have, uh, I think it's called Backblaze. I had posted in that mom with the laser and asked, you know, how people are backing up their files, how they prefer to do it, and Backblaze came up a lot, um, and... I mean, I I like it. I haven't tested haven't tested it yet. I haven't seen like if I needed to or whatever. But I'll get regular updates of like, you know, the last time they updated, how much they're storing, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because I literally have years of designs, and I I wasn't backing up. My and did stuff I read that properly. you only have one folder? Yes. Stop it. <laughs> yes. So, so the way my OCD is set up is, is that you put everything in one folder. Is if I can't sure. if I can't do it perfectly, then I just don't. You just dump it all in I one just pile. don't do it. And so what I really should do is I should set up like folders and then just start saving into them going forward. Mm -hmm. Because going yeah. back, the amount of files I have, is, it, it gives me a panic attack. Because I, 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 no, <laughs> there's so You're still many. You need to go back for my sake. No, no, I don't. I, for my sake, I don't think I'm going to. Um, but yeah, so I was, my, my laptop is a couple years old and I was starting to have difficulties like with the battery and I actually still have a battery that I bought so that John can replace it for me because I mean, the second you unplug it from the Are we talking about cord, a Windows or a Mac? Uh, Windows. <clears throat> so the second you unplug it from the power source, it, it dies. It just dies. So yeah. I can't, I can't take it anywhere cause unless I'm like okay with it dying um so I need to replace that battery and I was like there's no way I'm replacing that battery without <laughs> first backing up everything <laughs> right. um so yes and and I mean uh what was it Gina a couple 
uh, like a month or two ago, she spilled like a huge cup of coffee on her Mac. Whoa. Yeah. She and it. she got, well, Ooh. she lost the Mac, but she got but real lucky and she was able to turn it on enough to be able to back it up. Like it was dead. Was she not? Oh, she wasn't backing up already. Mm-mm. Like. And so See, that's what I have my iMac backing up to the time machine and then it backs up to my external every night mm-hmm. so that I have a full copy of everything. Yeah. And it backs up the iCloud. So if anything see, I'm you know Crystal. Right, and yeah. tomorrow is actually the anniversary, your birthday. It's the anniversary of when my house broke down. So oh, right. that's my like internal I'm always afraid that something's gonna catch fire and be uh-huh. gone. Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So I have like four copies of everything everywhere. Which is yeah, which is a great idea because one of them can fail. So, you know. And usually will when it comes to my luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll be the one that I lean on the most. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, the next one is um, spraying clear acrylic with frost or matte spray. Frosted so, by Crystal. Right. So I don't <laughs> use this one a ton, but I've, I ran, I, I did it once when I really needed frosted don't say once because i you did it for me well true the first time i did it was because i had run out of frosted acrylic and all i had was clear and i'm like hmm well i had this frosting spray um for another project that i never even used it for and i was like let's try it so i tried it and it looked amazing and clear acrylic is usually cheaper than frosted acrylic too now it obviously does not look nearly as good so i use it when like it's not going to be shown as much when it's like the back piece of my led signs for where um i just really need it to kind of hide some of the 3m it's where the lights show through at the back of an led sign so it's, it's the back of the sign so it, it doesn't have to look perfect so i definitely wouldn't use it for like on clear um for something that was going to be like the main backer to my sign or something like that but when i was working at cerulean tides um (laughs) heather had requested i had kind of told her about this hack because i think again there was once where i didn't have like matte black and so i tried spraying matte top coat on it and to to do matte and it it worked and she was like hmm can you do that on gray <laughs> and send it to me? And I'm like, sure. And we tried it and then you use it on one of your signs and it looked awesome. And I, I still have a couple of sheets in it. You did three. <laughs> I remember you did said, I? you were like, there's a big handprint in the middle of one of them. And I was like, that's oh, yeah. I'll make sure I don't use that one. For well, because and so that's another tip. Good thing you brought that up. <laughs> when you're removing the masking from said shiny acrylic, <laughs> don't, place your your big ass hand on the acrylic to hold it down while you're removing the rest of the acrylic because your oils will prevent this yeah and i was like oh oh that's nice that's a big big handprint for i still haven't actually seen it i could have used it for all i know well and true i mean if you're cutting out like small words or something it's probably not going to be which is what i've been doing Yeah. yeah so um but yeah, I use like a microfiber cloth to kind of like put your hand on top of so that you're not getting your oily, so yeah, <laughs> greasy hands all over it. And, and now if anyone wants to order from Cerulean Tides, Crystal will drive there and frost your sheets for, uh, for you. I sure won't. Um, <laughs> okay, so spraying clear acrylic or other acrylic, yeah, with frost or matte spray. Um, love it, especially if it doesn't come in matte or um, you ran out. Oh, and then cardboard packaging. I've been doing this a ton because I've been getting a lot of um, cake topper orders. And so what I do is um, my cake topper. Did you post a pick of your packaging in the group yet? In this group? I don't think so. So I'll definitely do that when we post this episode, when we post all the like different pictures and links and stuff for each hack. Um, and so I have my cake topper outline. So the back piece is just a rectangle that is a uh, slightly bigger than uh, the whole cake topper. And then the middle piece is just the outline of the cake topper to kind of support it. So the cake topper sits within that piece of cardboard. Um, 
Also, cardboard settings, by the way, are what a hundred. I use a hundred seventy. Some people say yeah, don't use a hundred speed. Really? I use a hundred seventy. Mm-hmm. Some great people. Yeah, works great for us. So, if those some people are listening, I'm sorry if it doesn't work for you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Try it. Here's no, your starting no. points. <laughs> um, and then the top layer, if if I've done a, a layered cake topper, which again most of mine have been lately. I do a small offset around that top layer so then it cushions that layer because if I if you don't then your cardboard isn't going to sit flat on that that top layer because of you know the rose gold or right. name or whatever you have on top of the um the uh So your two topper. layered cake toppers are essentially three layers of cardboard but mostly cut out for the second. Basically, second yeah. Layer. And right. and I do that cut out as the top third layer. I don't put another, like, And it's super cute because you also engrave it and put your little yes. signature So on. what I did with the last one was, um, it was for a local, um, a local friend, and I put um, happy birthday, and then I put, like, crystal Riley Black Designs, and I scored that in Dear Agatha, of course, and so it was super yeah. quick, and I yeah, I scored it on the top piece of the cardboard. And then if I'm shipping, so I didn't really need to do that because it was local. I literally could have just handed it to her, but I was initially going to ship, and then she decided to pick it up. Um, so then after the three layers of um, cardboard, I wrap it in a sheet or two of bubble wrap, and then I put that into a cardboard mailer. And the cardboard mailers I use are, um, they're really meant for like books. And so if you search like book mailer or book cardboard mailer, those work perfect for um, my cake toppers. And then that's what I send them in. So, um, I what think. What size steak do you put on your cake toppers? I totally thought you were talking about meat. I was like, what? <laughs> steak? How do you like your steak? No. I don't really like, like steak. steak. I don't like steak either. Okay. I, if I do, I like it like really well done like beef jerky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> He's awake now. <laughs> I heard steak. I heard steak. We told you. We lured you back in with false, false pretenses. So I, I make them approximately... Um, Three inches. Same. Yeah. And then I have one and that's a little bit shorter. And then they put them on cakes shorter. that are only one inch tall. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, <laughs> yeah, like Lala's birthday party. If you are in the group That Mom with the Laser, I was showing the super fancy cake topper that I made for... It's the best his, picture. It's the best thing. His grandmother that turned 86 years old. Yep. And so I did confetti bomb like acrylic backer and then i did matte white and matte hot pink for it looked great happy 86th birthday lala it looked great beautiful and then i get there and realize that they bought the tiniest ice cream cake on the plant i, I i've literally never seen a it's cake the, this small in my baby. life it looks delicious though it was it only was, five people eating cake okay but still like it it was yeah, well, and then I mean, in 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 their defense, your brother bought it, who's a bodybuilder right. who doesn't eat cake, and my grandma and he didn't diabetic. know that we were coming, right? So, so like, he shouldn't even be eating cake. <laughs> it's true, but like, I just I I don't know, maybe a little warning. But then again, she's eighty six, so huh? eat all right. the cake you want. Right, exactly. That's well, that's what everyone, <laughs> that's what everybody in the comments were like. She's eighty six. Can you give her a little bit more cake? <laughs> <laughs> nope there was another there was so, a carrot cake as well oh man so my my cake topper with three inch steaks had um about two and a half inches showing basically of this tiny little cake and it literally looked like the welcome to las vegas sign on this this <laughs> tiny ice cream cake but you know whatever everyone still liked it so. <laughs> um yeah, and oh, and I, I typically make them, my cake toppers, five and a half inches wide. It's usually yeah. good for, even if it's a bigger cake, then it's not like, it doesn't take up the whole dang cake. Um, and then I just... I always confirm just in case it's going to be like a gigantic cake. And right. Be like, 
Yeah, bigger, then I'll make it six or seven. Yeah. Um, if but anything bigger than that gets heavy and then it starts leaning. Exactly. Yeah. So. Especially your acrylic. I think that's on her end. Huh. Her, her earbuds might be too loud. Oh, okay. Like some, hmm? there's some like feedback or something, but it's gone now. I don't hear it. Do you? No. Okay. I didn't hear it. Um. Yeah. So that's all I have. I think for my list. That was your whole list. That was my whole list. I only had four. Damn. Yeah, I only had four left over from the first one, because we seem to mostly cover my list. So now it's your turn. So the first one that I had on mine was the pizza rack, which is oh, so I now have. Pizza. I'm in my craft room, so I have one, I have three you now. <laughs> um, <laughs> three craft rooms. Three well, craft rooms and three pizza rack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally just take it over the house for crafting at this point. Pretty much. So the pizza rack is 15 shelves. We'll link it um, in the comments on the page. But it's my favorite thing ever for a drying rack. Crystal, do you have one? I do have one. It, <laughs> it's I don't use it much anymore because really? I don't like to make oh, the well, things. Oh, because you're using acrylic. And yeah, yeah I only really use um, acrylic. I actually, I actually have to make um, a wood sign for my friend because we're like we're switching we're like trading services for my baby shower um and so she wanted something that the the backer i'm going to use acrylic for all the stuff on the front of course but the backer is like white shiplap so i can't really do that easily with acrylic and so i actually went and looked at my little pizza rack the other day hoping that i had some pre-painted white something or other (laughs) so (laughs) that I could you know make this sign for her and I do so that's exciting perfect um but yeah I don't I don't use wood or mdf or pre-paint so I use mdf I don't I never use wood for anything I don't I know anybody that sees my work it's all mdf or acrylic Mm -hmm. I only use I think we talked about that last episode, right? With the where yes. we get our MDF from and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that's what I use mine all the time. But I think we'll link that in the comments. It's a 15 shelf pizza rack, and it's this tiny little thing. It probably stands like, would you say, like just below your waist high? Um, yeah, it's not very tall. It's like, yeah, I'm standing maybe next like... to mine. Yeah, I was going to say, just below like your hip line, I guess. It's super small. I feel like mine's and I can even like set it up in that. my kitchen. Yeah. yeah, mine, I might even have a smaller one than than yours. Because I don't feel like mine, mine, I don't know that mine is that tall because it's actually underneath my shipping table now. And I think it's like just above like my knee. I think it goes yeah. somewhere on my my thigh. So, but I mean, it's, it's, just, it's, it's great. super compact and you can fit it. Like my biggest thing was I was using my kitchen as my, <laughs> as my like right. workshop for so long. So I was like balancing things on my stove and on my mm-hmm. room table while they dried. So finding this and just being able to, you can actually stack and like stay away from the top, like two or three shelves. You can fit 18 inch rounds on it to dry, mm, which I nice. love, which I love because yeah. that's pretty much, I mean, if I'm drying like a 24 inch or I'll put that somewhere else, but mm-hmm. anything else, I love being able to just fit on there. Yeah. And then I guess that will lead us into pre-painting. We kind of touched base on pre-painting list episode, yes. but I don't know. We didn't really, we didn't talk really go about into your, it. <laughs> your super professional <laughs> technique My that you do. Super professional technique. <laughs> So I have, I guess we'll just add a, a, the, my the time-lapse video of what I do. But um, I use uh, one-eighth inch MDF for almost everything, unless I'm using acrylic. Um, it's always back to 3M, and it's always chalk painted in, and masked before I cut. I use Rust-Oleum chalk paints. I use Bare chalk paints and home decor. Do you use any other brands? Uh, no, I use those same ones. So... Our colors, uh, my colors is Parisian gray. The bit, the blue that I use in all of my projects is called Timeless Blue from its Bear Talk. And then my black, my black is Home Decor. I think it's called Noir. It might just be like black. Mm-hmm. And then um, linen white is my white that I use, which is Rust-Oleum chalk. Yeah, same. Do you use what's my other one? charcoal? I think I use <clears throat> the charcoal Rust-Oleum chalk mm-hmm. as well. I don't think but. I got that one. 
I think I only got that because I thought it was black, and then when I got him, it was a dark. It's mm. just like a real, real dark gray. It's a nice color. It's actually the color of the front of my dad frame. Oh, right. Okay. It looks like it's black, but it's just like a real, real dark charcoal. But I love chalk paints because they're a little bit more forgiving for touch-ups because mm. they dry. Um, but they are very finicky for drying before masking. So make sure that if you're planning on using chalk paint for a project that you have enough time to let it dry and make sure it's dry. Because even if it feels dry to the touch and it's still a little bit cool, it's still drying and your masking won't adhere properly. Right. It'll lift up super easily. Mm-hmm. It, I, it'll like take to it. And then as soon as you try and throw it into your laser, the entire sheet yeah, of masking will lift. Lifting, yeah. yeah. You turn your blower ah. on and your masking just, yeah. Yeah. I'm no longer attached. <laughs> yep. So you, so talk about how you actually pre-paint, like with the roller <laughs> and so the I dunking. use a little. <laughs> I don't have like one of the bags. I think they're four inch, like the mini rollers. They come in a five pack at Home Depot. And what I do, like Crystal said, we'll add a video, but I dunk, I dunk the roller directly into the paint can, um, and then I paint, and <laughs> then I John's face right now. <laughs> This was my face when she was describing it to me for the first time. I was like, what? It's such a time saver and it's wonderful. Then, then, like, don't forget so wait, the jiggle. Then, so then I I shake, 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 shake. Make sure that all the, all the paint comes off of the roller. And then once I'm done with the roller, I in my video, I use paper towels. So I have upgraded to parchment paper because oh. it doesn't get soggy. Yes, so I okay. wrap it in a tiny little piece of parchment paper or wax paper, whatever you have on hand, and then I keep it in a Ziploc baggie where it's ready. So then I can reuse them. And Crystal, how many did I reuse last year? I think I reused my white one for like six oh, months before yeah, I replaced it. Three to it. six months, it cost for sure. me like 15 cents. <laughs> right. like, nope, and people are like, you're it. still using it? I'm like, yep, sometimes I just peel the paper towel right off of it. And then yeah. I realized that paper that the parchment paper doesn't stick like the paper towel did. So I upgraded. <laughs> I upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i will we'll add a video it's it works great it does it's really little, work great i judged you at first and janky, then i tried it and i was like oh okay all right <laughs> no longer judging nope i sure wasn't maybe still a little bit but whatever yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> did we talk about the paper towel hack last time <clears throat> yes I we did so. i forgot to cross it off my list mm. Yeah, no, that so one's like a favorite now. I literally don't cut acrylic without putting a wet paper towel underneath. I can't. If, and when if I, I do, do I get pissed. And start over. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. same. Because <laughs> then I'll get like a little bit of like flashback. Oh, and I'm and like, I Ugh. notice just like a second too late always. Like I'll be like, mm-hmm. no. Like right before the beam hits it, I'll, I'll be like, there's no paper towel there. And yep. it's just too late at that point. <laughs> yeah. Although I do hate, because it's still, because with my settings, I it does it like cuts the paper towel a little bit, so then I have little paper towel bits all over the place. That See, mine, I would me. say mine cuts the paper towel straight through. Like it almost actually comes up with the piece. It, it when does, I pull and it. It, it annoys me yeah. because then if I want to cut several things, <laughs> then now I have to like try and like pat it back down or like get a new piece just or cut have, somewhere just else. Just have new sheets on hand. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying not to waste, like, a whole roll of paper towel when I'm working one day, but, <laughs> and then sometimes... Yeah, I'm willing. <laughs> give me, give me all the, the wasted paper towel. Well, but, like, when I'm cutting out, like, um, again, I've been making a lot of cake toppers, so when I'm cutting out the cake topper name, there's all the, like, insides of, like, the K, the E, the, you know, yeah. the B, and so there's all those little bits of paper towel that I'm, like, trying to pick up with my nails <laughs> off the thing, and I'm like, I just just leave sometimes i leave it there and just let it dry because it's actually easier to pick up yeah, when the paper is. towel is dry so then you can just like tap it and sometimes it'll just fall through <laughs> right yeah well <laughs> although i try to not let it fall through because knowing me a whole bunch You're of not gonna clean dry, your well yeah and a bunch of dry paper towels at fire. the bottom of my laser yeah all i need is to start a fire because i was too lazy to pick up all the little bits of <laughs> paper towel only you is. can prevent mirror fires <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Okay. Yep. That was that was one. That was a good one. All right. <laughs> All right. I don't even know where we're at. Now. I don't either. 
Okay, so it's so, that oh, wait, one is my, one of my favorite next, yeah. ones, though. Yes, that is my new favorite as yes. of like the last month. I never used it before. I'm real mad that I have waited as long as I did before I learned Same. about it. Me too. Ugh. And those of you who have a Glowforge and are listening, yes, it will work for you too. I've had a couple people that have said like, oh, I have a Glowforge. Will this work? Yes. I didn't really 100% have that problem as much I didn't with the Glowforge have, no. though. Yeah, so, so I was just about to say, you probably won't have as much, but if you're as OCD as Crystal and I are, right. we probably didn't we probably didn't notice before how polished our edges could have been. Oh my been gosh, they're so pretty. Had Especially we been clear. teaming them. Yeah. <laughs> the clear is just like I'll just let there like, look edges. at it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And how you iron your clothes before you go out, steam your edges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. So my next one, Crystal, is a little controversial. It's regarding watch bands, but I guess we oh, can probably right. just say silicone in general. Yeah. And just how, how to clean. How, how to <laughs> make fun of my accent. Ready? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to hold out, but I couldn't. It's been a while. I think it's been like since the first episode that we made fun of me. Yeah. We, time. you and John. Yep. <laughs> and by way, I mean you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw something on, I think it was in 101 the other day about how cleaning silicone oh, right. gets <laughs> shit everywhere. <laughs> Sorry for my yeah. language, but this is an explicit podcast, right? Yes. So it does because silicone dust is waterproof. So Well, and a couple people I think have, I noticed when I was doing a ton of watch bands, um, my sink was clogging a lot more and it's because that was all kind of going down in there. And I remember someone posting in the watchman group saying that they literally were having problems with like their sink and yeah. And that their husband like went and like, you know, kind of investigated it and like all that silicone was on like the bottom of one of those like bends. And she said it was like cement, like when it like dried and just, yeah. So you want to, so what I do I now, brush mine into, I've mm-hmm. always brushed mine into the blower just because I, I do that hate too. when you hit it with the water, it just goes and right. just, dust <laughs> and just blows everywhere all over. <laughs> well, and I, so if it's the watch bands, the rare occasion that I do them now, um, I use the, the Dawn power wash and I, I soak them in, um, a Tupperware soak. container. Yeah. And I soak them for a while and then I clean them, but then I clean them in the mostly in that Tupperware container and then only underwater. Towards, yeah. And then only towards right. the end do I actually use like my sink so that I, very little of that stuff is going down. And then I, when I'm done with um, that Tupperware, then I pour that outside so that it doesn't get <laughs> in our sink. Yeah. As much as possible. Absolutely. I don't, I only really use watch bands for, like you do, we use them yeah. for our designs. We don't really sell them as products. Actually, right. I don't sell them as products just because I don't have the patience for it. But I've always brushed yeah, the dust into my blower or into something mm-hmm. before washing just because it yeah. sprays everywhere. And then scrubbing or using, I've never used the dome, the stuff that you use, but everybody raves about it. So that's it, probably it really the better does, option. It, it's a really good cleaner. I think, what did you use it? You used it for something the other day and you really liked it. Was it like your shoes or your hat? Or uh, I was going to say, people rave no. about it for like cars yeah, and rims. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen like it on the Oh, rims. you saw it on the rims. That's what it was. Yeah. I, th- I saw a reel on it. Yeah. And it like made the... Cut the yeah. grease. Cut it right through the brake dust. It's yeah. like the old school OxyClean commercials and, where it just wipes right off. Right. Well, and as opposed to um, the LA Awesome... It smells really good. It doesn't and smell like LA pure crap. Awesome smells like just Ugh. trash. <laughs> it's, it smells so it horrible. lingers so bad. Yeah, it stays it on your hands. I can't mm-hmm. use it without gloves. I'll yeah. smell it for days. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Um, and to me, it actually it works, works a little so bit better. It works. I was gonna say that the Dawn stuff I've heard works a little bit better, but yeah. like the LA Awesome, I will say as much as it stinks. It is brilliant for well, cleaning tumblers and, then, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Another thing that actually worked really well to clean um, the silicone was <laughs> um, power washer. So you actually you have to be careful with the watch bands because of those little like clips Clippers that help it, and all that, uh-huh, stuff, that right. connects into the actual that actually makes it so that it 
clips onto the watch. But as long as you cover that part, I mean, the cleanest that we've been able to get them clean was when I had, there's one day I had a whole bunch of them, I think because I designed like six or seven watch bands in like one day and I didn't want to clean all those. And so I had John power wash them and that's the cleanest they've ever, my watch bands have ever gotten was with literally the, the power <laughs> aggressive yeah. power washer outside. Well, Cause that's driveway. what it takes is just cause you, you know, like when it dries the little, the dried out silicone bits that stay in there that you have mm-hmm. to then bend the band. Like this is the reason I don't sell aside from the fact that it's quote unquote, not legal. Right. I don't sell them because I hate cleaning them and I hate right. painting them. And everybody well, wants them painted, right. and then you have the dual ones, but then they wear off. Like, yeah. it's just a lot. Well, and they're not all illegal, so we should clarify at least that the that the Apple ones, the popular Apple Watch bands, those are the ones that are patented for the the shape and the the clasp mechanism. Um, but like the Samsung ones, the uh, Versa, um, Galaxy, like there's there's several other ones that. Um, are not <laughs> that we're aware of violating As any of right patents. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there are now can say versions of the Apple Watch brand that yeah, have been we've heard. approved. Yeah. That yeah. some groups are selling that you can they don't look exactly like obviously like the Apple Watch brand right. because of the patent, but there are compatible mm-hmm. non illegal for, <laughs> right. for lack of a better word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for Apple watch fans. If you're still in that field and yes, we know people are still selling them. We are not, we are not saying anything against you right, or yeah. for you. No. We do you, do no. you, <laughs> whatever you, whatever, <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's making you money, if you're right. good with, with whatever comes the risk with that it, comes with it. Yeah. We support you. <laughs> Faux show. What else? Do you uh, have? What else do we have? Let's, we have oh the fingernail hack did we talk about that last time uh i don't know i don't remember but using only two press-on nails for photos it's hard to explain unless you have a picture of it so i guess we'll include that i think we did we did i would say we might have talked about it and it doesn't work for me because i have acrylic nails so if it's been like everything (laughs) yeah it's true (laughs) Um, so it doesn't work for me when I need a rebase, then I just need a rebase and I try not to get my fingers in the, in the picture if I can help it. Another thing we probably, I don't know if we did cover cause it's not one we personally use, but it's one I think Emily uses and that's color street, the little mm-hmm. press on, um, yeah. like pieces. They're not really, they don't give you any they're length like or gel anything. nails yeah. or whatever. They're mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they put them on you know, right before like pictures or whatever. Cause then you can do it after you've gotten all dirty with paint and glue and all that stuff and then yeah. have your nails nice and even themed. So like you're doing Christmas something, then you can have Perfect. like your Christmas, your, you know, Buffalo plaid <laughs> nails if you want to. <laughs> Massing your ornament ribbon. Right. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, backdrop. So yeah. I made a I made a note about don't underestimate how many backdrops that you have available in your right. house, <laughs> even if you don't know, like Crystal's overgrown bush or my dining room chair. It's not. I love that. I love that bush. <laughs> Except John cut it too far one time and like totally and ruined, ruined my your pictures forever. for like yeah. months. Yeah. We all know about it, John. Damn. Sorry. You'll never do that again. I mean, Uh, I might. You probably (laughs) probably will, yes. (laughs) And we'll talk about it then as well. Yeah. But I think at this point, Crystal, my whole brand theme is built around a chair. The chair that's (laughs) in my dining room. The infamous chair. <laughs> the, the gray backdrop that's in every photo you when, see on when, page remember when is my dining room chair. Remember when you didn't have a laser for like six weeks and you were like you had all these designs and you didn't know like where to take pictures of them <laughs> and you couldn't really cut them and I was like, well, I can cut them for you, but I don't have but you don't your have a chair. gray chair and we were thinking of like <laughs> you trying to send me some of the fabric. <laughs> considered I was gonna, probably I was sending me the chair for a couple of months. <laughs> but, but for those who aren't listening, that's my husband was like, 
you are not <laughs> cut this chair if I was like well we have an extra and I could cut the back <laughs> off and just send her the fabric <laughs> and then she could take a picture and then I was like I need to get it together like I can't Sad. have the dining room <laughs> right it's so it's so ridiculous it what our brain idea, it's what our brain is like can I and then usually Will usually pretty work? quickly you're like no okay stop or but, Crystal will talk me out of it or I'll talk Crystal out of it right or John or Bud will ruin our dreams it's fine yeah. why, <laughs> why when you guys do it you talk each other out of it but when we do it it's ruining, it's dreams. ruining dreams yeah that's just how it works that's just the role you guys play <laughs> that's all <laughs> so instead of that mailing the chair scheme what did i do i think i took a picture of one band mm-hmm. on my chair and then i digitally mocked up like the design so that was like i'm itching i haven't released the digital file <laughs> in like yeah. a month mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're forgetting about me <laughs> yeah gotta love anxiety <laughs> there it is yeah and i so i also use so i use this i have these like um brick pillars outside that are near said bush that we <laughs> talked about <laughs> and um it was great because they're kind of like rustic so it was like the top was like a white concrete um so it has like some texture and then the like the leaves in the background will kind of give you know i don't know something <laughs> and so i really liked um i like that and then the natural light obviously helped um, the pictures a ton. And then I also um, just recently got some uh, foam board and um, duck brand contact paper that's uh, marble. So I haven't used that a ton yet. Um, that's great when I like want to take some pictures inside if it's like rainy. That's super pretty or too. It's like a whatever. nice like it's like a nice car. I've seen pictures yeah. of it for those who haven't. It's yeah. gorgeous. And then, um, you have, you bought those backers, but you didn't like those, right? Correct. Did you return those? I returned those, yes. I didn't find them to be worth the $80 a piece that they cost me without a carrying case. That's the other thing is that, like, for, for backers, I mean, for backdrops and stuff, they can be really, really expensive. Super um, and so there's, you know, there's got to be, there's ways that you can do it cheaper, like using your bush and your chair and <laughs> your contact paper. <laughs> it really is uh, just like all about creativity. Like the iPhone yeah. camera does wonders. It really I don't does. I don't take anything like, with like a professional ever camera. I if I do, I send everything. <laughs> if I do, I send it to send the file to Jasmine and beg her to take pictures for me because mm-hmm. her pictures are amazing. Deep professional so her work can we talk about her for a second oh my gosh can we talk about later well let's talk about laser hacks even though we don't do it those people like jasmine who sand the edges of their florals that dremel them them around i would never but i absolutely admire every single time oh my god i can't with all of the artists who have the pigeons for that it looks looks amazing stunning yeah so she's actually obsessed we talked i will bow um, at jasmine's feet totally does she listen to us i don't know probably probably not because we're (laughs) enough in our group chat with that poor girl anyway i can only imagine if like it it, it would probably be overload for her um but she's actually creating um signs for both boys the the babies so she's working right now on um the one for the one that's on the way and I just, I can't even, I, I'm so incredibly excited about it. Cause it's just going to be, can't wait. it's going to be amazing. The skills she has with her scroll saw and her laser and just like how she adds dimension. Just and the, how the way her paints. brain works. Yes. Oh, it's so just great. Like, oh, oh <laughs> well, like, I mean, it does. I, I bow at your feet. Well, and it's totally like a. Sure, I probably could make this sign myself, but there's absolutely no way I could make it like her. 
No. So, mm-hmm. and when people come to me and they want like a really cool like nursery sign, I'm like, um, hit up my friend Jasmine. You should say, uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> so I'm like, have you seen the homestay? You should yeah. probably check out Jasmine's page because yeah. once you see hers, you're not gonna want mine. No, you totally. <laughs> if you just I want a, a name on a on a round, fa- sure, fantastic. Yeah. If you want, I can't anything, compare my work to hers. Yeah. Oh no, not even a little bit. So yeah, she's. Some people call me the acrylic queen. She's like the. What would you even call her? I don't, she's just like, so her skills, she's a scroller. So like mm-hmm. her, her scroll saw, her scroll saw skills. Wow. That's a tongue twister <laughs> are just like above and beyond. But like the fact that like her she puts like sanding. so much time. Yeah. It's this sanding. priming. And how, so how many paints. times has she sent us like a voice recording where she's like. <laughs> yeah. In the background. And we're like, Jasmine, what are you sanding right now? And she's like, I'm sorry guys. I'm working. I'm somebody. Get done. And she's just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so impressive because it just Love adds it. so much dimension. Because you know, with laser cut, it's like a it's like a harsh edge, and they use like a Dremel and different you know grits of sanding like, even, to add like, a rounded edge like, to it. Yeah, so like we, I just laser cut and go. But like mm-hmm. those who are laser cutting or scrolling, those who are scroll falling, I I. I bow at your feet Highly because impressive. I don't even, yeah, like, I just like to watch, like, I'm in awe of all it's of you. Same. you just wa- I just like to watch it. I'm like, ow, how do you not chop your fingers off? <laughs> right, I totally would. I would be bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> power tool, anything related to more, a power don't tool. Don't do it on a time lapse because it makes me nervous. Exactly. I'm afraid you're going to cut your hands off. Right. <laughs> uh, I think that I reached the end of my hacks list. Oh, wow. Did you? You have anything left? I think you're good, I right? Think, yeah, I think I'm done. Nice. Is there anything? I feel like there's something we forgot, though. Probably. Totally. Most of. Hmm. But that just means we need to compile a new video. So now that we have gotten through our list, yes. we ask the audience for what we missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. do you want to know about what we do and yeah. how we do it? So, I guess then we can talk about um, what are you working on? What's What are some things that are coming up for, for Heather and Lobo? So, I have been trying to beef up my YouTube channel as much as possible because I've yes, been promising been tutorials. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Although you I've yell at getting... me because I don't watch them very much because mm-hmm. I don't understand AI yet. And so You'll when I watch them, I'm like, um, sure. Okay, great. So <laughs> I just like when Crystal gets to see my mess up. Like I'm like, they're my favorite. So you get, <laughs> you yeah. get to see like the parts where my dogs interfere. Barking and I'm like, or... hey guys, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Clickety clack, clickety clack. Cause they <laughs> came in from outside. Right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, I have no control over them. Right. They're here though. <laughs> um, but other than that, so I've been, my struggle these days is I am trying to build I have gotten a lot of feedback that people love some of my YouTube courses or tutorials that go through like step-by-step beginning to end how to do like a full project. Mm -hmm. But that like some people are saying like there's advertisements or sometimes they lose their place and like they want to be able to just kind of take it like almost like a classroom level. So I've been looking into how to build some kind of a tutorial into a course where I can kind of show Here's all of the tools in AI. Here are the individual like capabilities, how to do each function in AI, and then kind of give the course like an actual course feel where I teach mm-hmm. beginning to end how to do everything. And then at the end, I ask users to email me a copy of a project that they've done based on what they've learned so that I can then tell them what you missed or what you could do differently. Right. Um, you've seen certain projects where like there are like erroneous paths that you don't yeah. know are there or everything's set to the same color. So my goal right now is to kind of, I'm walking a fine line between how to switch from all of my training and learning and knowledge that mm-hmm. I share with everybody into being free right. <laughs> into possibly doing like a, a more in-depth paid course that people can kind of interact with me for feedback and right. stuff like that. Yeah. That'll be great. Fine line, though. I'm struggling because yeah. I don't like to charge people. For right, because we help so, like, people for free yeah. all the time. So it's hard yeah. to make sure. You just want to make sure that you're adding enough value Content, to it. Right. Yeah. And my they, plan is that it'll be like an ongoing kind of thing. So if I do it as like a paid course, it will be like 
next week we might add this. And since you've already paid for the course, you're already in. So like right. you don't have to keep paying and paying and paying. Right, It'll right. just kind of be a sign up to get into the club kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it'll be good because when I eventually, when I eventually go to try it and I'm like, hey, how do I do this? And you're like, oh, well, course number whatever chapter <laughs> this is where you well, can find how to do these that online and then, courses is you can just like click yeah. like you can go and say like how do i create an offset and you can go find my course and it'll just say offset and it'll be like well, this three second clip of how to create yeah. an offset versus watching a 10 minute video of me jabbering right you well, what to would happen, when i actually make the offset. right well and what would happen when i would ask you before for other things was um, like you'd try and explain it like through messenger or through voice memos and I wouldn't really understand. Right. And so then we'd like set up like a, a <laughs> FaceTime where you'd like right. actually show, show your me. screen. Yeah, yeah. Cause if it's not something you already have recorded, it was kind of recorded. It was hard to, for me to understand cause I'm very visual. So it'll even and help it's harder. Me. I wouldn't say it's easier for me to explain that. And I do that a lot with my mentees. Like I'll say like, do you care if I send you like a voice recording or <laughs> right. an actual video recording of like, here's what I'm like, sorry, this is super unprofessional, but here's my screen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I need <laughs> it's to just see easier it. to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I'm a visual learner. Like if you don't show me what you're doing, I forget. Yeah. Yep. And then, well, and that's why I zone out to your current tutorials because I can't follow along because I don't have it yet and so I'm just like oh okay I'm never gonna remember that and my brain's like shut down you're never gonna remember that (laughs) but um I'm getting there to where because I am finding so I've worked in silhouette studio and I am finally finding like the limits of what I can do for the most part I mean it really does quite a bit considering it's just like a vinyl cutting software and it's not an actual like design software um but I am finally getting to the point in my skills that I they're it's semi-limited with silhouette so I do need to to make that switch but I always hate switching softwares because you're so slow (laughs) in the new software because you know in the other one you're just super comfortable so you know everything well, then, but does your other one have keyboard shortcuts? No, and I don't. And really fun use ways them. to switch between tools. You will when huh. you switch to AI. Well, but then the keyboard shortcuts will be different for me because you're on a Mac, right? No, they're all the same. Okay, it's the only thing that switches with between Mac and desktop it's usually. Control. Is control command. Yeah. Okay. So like anything that I say command would usually be control. Okay. Anything that I say option, I think is alt for you. Okay. So like it's just like an a switch of a key. Okay. That's but it's bad. it's fun with AI because that's I think that if you were to ask me what my favorite part of Illustrator is, it's the ability to <laughs> easily switch John's between trying. the tools with keyboard. <laughs> John, so, John so, just so mouthed asked to me. Ask, um, can we talk about ask. the listener who commented <laughs> on a completely unrelated uh, podcast post? <laughs> it was I think you did like glow create like you know pimp yourself Monday or what make money Monday <laughs> and she was like can I just say when they were making fun <laughs> of your accent it was so funny and I loved how it like it was like sell your stuff and she was like can we talk about Heather's accent <laughs> and um I don't she- have an accent <laughs> what was the word that she half <laughs> Anything with an A. Anything with an A. And then I had to go find the episode and listen to it again. And then <laughs> and we she heard. Zoomed in. Yeah, she, and then there was Val. She like posted just a year. Val. 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 Towels. Val. Towels. Towels. How do you say crayon? Crown. Crown? Of course. Of course you would. I knew that was coming. That's why I asked. <laughs> you know. So wait, here's how here's how I talk. So if I'm in a, if I'm in the middle of a recording and I'm on a tutorial, I would say, "Oh, okay, take out your crayons, and it's time to learn." But if I'm talking like a normal human being, like me, I would be like, "Take out your crown. Those are crowns." <laughs> out of my mouth? Take out my crown? Crown. Take them right out or off your head. You've heard Heather's tutorial, like, customer service voice, no, right? No, So that's what that I just mean, was. She's that, yeah, yeah, I just heard her say it now. 
it's so I'll have to play one of her tutorials it for instantly. you because it's like it's like her know, professional voice. Yeah, and she, you know, she's you just have with to us. She's it. just it like, right hey, hey, I'm Head. What's up? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm here. And then in her <laughs> tutorials, give a little preview of your tutorial <laughs> voice. I'll be like. Welcome back to the Lobo Designs channel. This is Heather Lynn, <laughs> owner of Lobo Designs. Who's this person? It's <laughs> uh, so funny. And I think at every single and then time. I'll be like, at the end, I'm like, this is Heather Lynn of Lobo Designs signing off. I'll howl at you later. I'll howl at you later? <laughs> yes, like the wolves. Great. <laughs> uh. It's so funny. I was, I was wearing your, sh I'm actually wearing your shirt again today. I was wearing your shirt the yeah. other day and, um, JR asked me, what does that say? And it says, it says Lobo designs. It's, it's Heather's company. He's like, Oh, Lobo. And then I pointed to the animal. I didn't know if he knew what the animal was. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, Oh, it's a wolf. Yeah. So he nice. likes when I, he likes when I wear yeah. your shirt and he asked me what it says. <laughs> cause it, cause he knows what it is. Yes. Perfect. Faux show. Um, Faux Yeah, I don't think we really have... I f totally we feel so like we're tonight. forgetting something. Yeah, but, but that's a good thing, because then that's true. I feel like with the feedback from the users on anything we missed, plus yeah. what we remember that we missed... Yes. Or maybe... Like, yeah, so if they don't have hacks try. to share, then maybe they can ask, you know, if there's something that they're doing that may be... F seem like a difficult task asking how we make it easier yeah. or if there's ways to to make something easier because there usually is you find out the, the hard or way like by... where to find certain things if you're mm -hmm. having a hard time like locating certain supplies or yeah anything like that mm -hmm. anything that would make your life easier that you think we have easier <laughs> just right. let us know yeah we'll share all of our secrets with you they're not secrets we've no. learned them from someone on well, the yeah because yeah we've taken it from most that's my favorite part about the group is like we're just yeah. passing on knowledge that we've learned from other users yep that we I, nothing that i know is like most of the things that i know yeah i won't say nothing i've learned a little a few things on my own but a lot of the things that i know and i share are things that i've learned from in god or in that yep. mom with a laser or from another laser user that has said hey before you waste your time that's my favorite <laughs> part about this community is yeah. i wasted the last two days of my life doing this please don't do this yeah i'm just gonna tell you how to do it the right way right Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe if you're not already, so oh, you yeah. so you get um you know notifications of when the new episodes drop on Mondays. Not to knock your momentum, um, but let's celebrate. We just hit fifteen hundred, yeah, plays on the podcast. Yay! Super exciting. I'll like partially celebrate this, like it's my own win. I mean, it's not really it's, my I mean, it's like whatever. it's it's partially it's like yours. a third yours, probably at least. <laughs> Maybe so like 20 yeah. <laughs> 40 40 and 20 40 40 20 okay all right fair enough so yeah thanks for listening um remember to subscribe tell a friend who doesn't know about the podcast yeah um, tag your friends tag your friends that are in the laser community. join the facebook group if you're not already join the facebook group because that's is... where we uh the riley black project and that's where we, especially on these laser hack episodes, we um, list all the hacks and um, attach pictures, videos, links, um, whatever, to make them, you know, make sense. Because, <laughs> you know, listening to how to do something doesn't exactly help all the time. So, yeah, and that's where you'll find it. That's where you'll find if there's, like, um, codes or anything. Oh, let's remind them of our um, our discount codes for our SE pages Heather. they are one and the same correct they are yes logo black mm -hmm. for how much well, 40 percent mm -hmm. off file. of anything yeah yeah so check it out if you haven't already um logo black where can they find you heather uh logo design <laughs> shop on etsy <laughs> she's like eh. i forget my name <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and then I'm Riley Black Designs on Etsy. I have some new. I guess I should share what I'm working on. I finally have some, um, some new cake topper designs coming. So cute. Um, I have been working with a friend. Um, she's 
actually she started she's really a, a baker um but she's been making she's been incorporating acrylic into a lot of her um stuff is either like you know toppers or signs or that kind of stuff so i've been helping her um with she's not like design savvy and so i've been helping her with um the designs and i'm actually working on a menu for her um for a luau party so creating those once I make them for her I'll make them specifically for her but then I'll take that SVG and you know get rid of the the personalized stuff and then add it to my shop so hopefully we'll see some of those I'm working on a cupcake topper for the Olympics oh I'm working on a a fun um cupcake stand mm that is similar to my watch band stand which does really well so i'm excited about that one so i'm excited about that one yeah that one i yeah that one's gonna look cool it does have the pesky kerf you know in it but dun 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 yeah (laughs) well all right we'll catch you guys next week and that's been another great episode of the riley black project bye bye maybe we're all done